Hi everyone, welcome to Talks in Class. I'm Jenna and thank you so much for joining me today. If you are watching on video, you can see that I am obviously coming from a new location. <laughs> we officially moved out of our apartment yesterday, so it has been a whirlwind of uh, the past week or so. And now we're staying with family in Connecticut for the next month or so before we actually head out to LA. Obviously, as you guys know, this move has been kind of consuming all of my energy and attention, but especially for the past few days when we were in the thick of really packing. So it's just such a relief that that part is over. I feel like that's the worst part, the like sorting and packing and figuring out what are we going to keep? What don't we need? What, are, what can we replace when we get there? And it just feels so nice to be past at least that part. And actually, we had thought about extending our lease through the end of December because our lease ends at the end of November, but we didn't want to move before the holidays and then fly back to visit. That just felt kind of like a waste. So we thought about extending our lease, but I am so glad that we opted to just move out and put our stuff in storage for a month because I can't imagine having to do all of the packing that we just did and then drive across the whole country and unpack everything we just packed. So at least this way, we get a little break, we get a little breather, and now we can just kind of chill and enjoy the holidays here before we have to go to the next phase of the move. So anyway, as always, I will kick off this week with my what good happened. And this week it is that I got to go out to dinner with a couple of my good friends who I actually used to work with uh, just a few days ago. You know, I wanted to see them before I left. And we just had such a good time. You know, when you have those meals with friends and you just laugh the whole time and you have so much fun. It was like that. I, I'm just so happy that we did it. I think in really stressful times, it's easy to kind of back burner social things, especially for somebody like me. Like I'm definitely more introverted and I need a lot of time to kind of recharge and I try to conserve my social energy. But honestly, spending quality time with good friends is refreshing and just rejuvenating and just good for the soul, you know? So I'm just glad that I got to do that before we left town. And of course, speaking of time with good friends and family, uh, we are in the swing of the holiday season, the full swing here in, in the United States anyway. So a lot of us are gearing up for a lot of family time <laughs> and a lot of time with people that we don't often see or in some cases maybe haven't seen in years. So that's really what got me thinking about this week's topic, which is about going home for the holidays, but specifically about going home for Thanksgiving and how important that was for those of us who went to college in the early or mid 2000s before social media really exploded into what it is today. But before we get into that, I just want to give a little shout out, you know, a little plug to the Jenna Barclay Style Box. So if you don't know, the Jenna Barclay Style Box is a clothing rental subscription service that I launched just a couple of months ago. And I've really been loving hearing from you guys who are using it about how you're utilizing the rental model and just what you like about it for your life. I personally am loving it 
right now specifically because during this transition time when all of our stuff is in storage I just don't have a lot of my clothes <laughs> so I have the basics and then I'm supplementing those basics that I brought with me with rented items especially for you know the holidays when I want nicer clothes because as you can see I mostly brought sweatpants with me and all my nice clothes are in storage but others, you know, you guys have said that it's been really helpful for things like experimenting with different styles, new trends, maybe different cuts of pants or jeans, for example, to really determine what works for you and, and what looks best on your body without having to commit to buying those things. Or for just adding variety, especially during times of transitions, like after having a baby or starting a new job where you suddenly have a different dress code. So I'm loving hearing from you guys. And honestly, another thing that I'm loving about it, if I'm being totally honest, is I get the thrill of online shopping without actually buying something new, which makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> I get to put a bunch of stuff in my virtual closet on the style box and I get the thrill of that shipping notification and getting a package in the mail, but I know I'm actually not committing to buying any of these things and they're not taking up space in my closet. So it's a win all around. The Jenna Barclay Style Box allows you to have up to four items at home at a time. You can keep them for as long as you want, and then you can send them back and swap it out for something else. It is unlimited swapping for $50 a month, but your first month is always absolutely free. So it's a great time to try it, especially heading into the holiday season. If you would like to try it out, you can head to jennabarclaystylebox.com and just click get started for that free month. Again, it is jennabarclaystylebox.com to try it out for a month completely free. So with that said, let's get into today's topic. Lately, I feel like I've been having a lot of experiences that just sort of remind me of how long ago my high school and early college years truly were <laughs> and just how much the world has really changed since then. I think the holiday season just naturally brings up a lot of nostalgic feelings and it's just normal and, and kind of natural to reflect on the past a lot during this time of year. You know, many of us travel back to our hometowns, spend time with our families. Sometimes we're even in our actual childhood homes or, you know, maybe our grandparents or aunt and uncle's homes or just places that we spent a lot of time when we were younger. And of course, we also see a lot of people that we haven't seen in a long time or just don't often see. But now, you know, with social media being what it is, it just feels a little less significant or exciting or surprising or whatever the word is to catch up with old friends because we kind of already know what everyone's up to thanks to social media. And not that stalking your friends on social media is in any way a substitute for actually seeing them in person and having that connection, but, you know, we kind of we kind of know we know the basics we don't need to run down the list of what everybody's been doing even if we haven't seen people for a long time i mean i have facebook friends that i literally met one time at a party in 2006 and now i've seen them graduate from college get jobs get married have kids i mean i've seen their kids birthday parties and dance recitals for the past 10 years and i don't even actually know these people i will never ever speak to them in person ever again <laughs> So we just know these things about people without having to put a lot of effort into it. 
But when I graduated high school in 2005 and all of my friends scattered in different directions to go to college, social media was nothing like this. It was nothing like it is today. We just had to be so much more actively involved in keeping touch with each in keeping in touch with each other we had to put in effort you know we we had to open our flip phone and call each other and say hey how are you what are you doing what classes are you taking and for the most part most of this catching up just happened when we went home to visit we had to wait until we went home to visit to really catch up and the first time that everybody all came home at the same time and we had this massive catch up every school year was always thanksgiving Going home for any holiday always meant sort of a impromptu reunion would happen at whatever local bar we ended up at. But Thanksgiving was the first time we all got together each school year. So it felt really important. So as I mentioned, I graduated high school in 2005, went to college in 2005. And I just I want to paint this picture for you in case you weren't there or in case you just forgot because, you know, it has been 17 years. So if you did forget, that's pretty understandable. When I started college in the fall of 2005, our main social media sites that we had and that people were actively using were MySpace and Facebook or the Facebook, which it was called until I think August of 2005. And then they dropped the the. And you had to have an EDU email address to get on the Facebook at that time, which meant you had to be a college student. And I remember us being so excited to get our college acceptance letters in the mail. And they came in the actual physical mail, by the way. Like we we literally had to wait for good old USPS to bring us a physical paper letter telling us whether or not we got into every single college that we applied for because it was 2005. (laughs) But when we did get that acceptance letter and we decided which school we were going to attend, that meant that we could get that EDU email address, we could get on the Facebook, and we could start networking with other people who were going to be attending the same school that we were attending. Because of course, when Facebook started, you know, Zuck started it to be a college networking site. And that's really what it was set up as, was a networking site. So you could see anybody in your network, which was anyone who attended the same university as you. And it was so different. Most of the functions that are on Facebook now, which I'm not even sure what that means because I don't even know how to use Facebook anymore. But most of those didn't exist. There were no status updates. There was no news feed. What you could do was you could add details like what dorm you lived in and you could put in your full class schedule for the semester so that you could find other students to be friends with, essentially. It was an online platform that existed to connect with offline friends. So you could find someone who was in the same physics class as you, or you could find other people who lived in your dorm room and then hopefully become friends with them in real life. So different from what it is now, because now I feel like a majority, a vast majority of these relationships that we have with people on social media only exist on these social media platforms. In a lot of cases, we don't even know these people in real life. And even if we maybe did know them in real life at one point, we don't really see them in real life anymore. It's all online. And the fact that there was no newsfeed meant that if you did want to check up 
on somebody and see what they were doing, do a little stalking. You had to go out of your way. You had to search them up on Facebook. You had to scroll through their page. Unlike today where somebody could just pop up on your newsfeed and you're like, wow, I haven't thought about that person or talked to that person in, in years. But it wasn't like that back then. I actually do remember when the newsfeed was introduced. It was 2006, so a year after you know, my class had gotten on it and there was this backlash, you know, people kind of freaked out because it felt really invasive. It felt kind of scary and creepy. This was when we first started to have a sense of like, maybe we should be a little cautious of what we're posting. Not that it made any difference on my behavior because some of the photos and status updates I posted were beyond cringe. Um, but it just felt like a turning point. And that's kind of when we started to talk about Facebook stalking was when the newsfeed was introduced. We could also only access social media from our actual computers. You know, we didn't have social media on our phones. We had to be on our laptop in our dorm room with our laptop physically connected to the internet by an ethernet cable that was plugged into the wall in my like cinder block wall dorm room that looked like a jail cell. We weren't browsing social media in class or on our phones. I took physical paper and pens with me to class. My devices stayed in my dorm room. I didn't even have a phone that had access to Facebook, I don't think until maybe 2008 when I got my Blackberry. I mean, I was 21. So the whole early college experience really existed more offline than online, I would say, at least looking back compared to now. And I think this factor especially again compared to now, really made it exciting to go home to visit because we got this thrill of seeing all of these people that we hadn't seen in months and it often happened all at once at something like a holiday, like Thanksgiving weekend. So since we all left for college in late August, Thanksgiving weekend in November was always the first time that we would all come together each school year. And I think that's why or at least part of the reason why it was such a big party night. I mean, this was a huge party night in my town. And I've talked to other people who have said the same, but I really can't explain like how big of a party night this was in my small town in Wisconsin. Every single person went out. And we all went to the same couple of bars. It was just kind of known that everybody went to these same couple of bars. And it was like... Everybody that you went to high school with for all four years, our friends' parents were there. Sometimes you'd see your teachers. Like, it was just this massive party where everybody that you've ever met could possibly be there. You could run into anyone and everyone. And everybody just knew, like I said, everybody just knew to go there. And when it came to holidays, but especially Thanksgiving Eve, we, I mean, we we were, we were partying. Like, capital letters partying. I get that we were young and energetic, but my head hurts thinking about the fact that I used to take multiple shots on a literal Wednesday night, just mere hours before having to spend hours at a family meal, listening to my grandmother grill me about why it would pay money to buy jeans with holes already in them. I, I mean, I couldn't even fathom doing it now, but there were people of all ages. It wasn't just the young kids that were doing this at that time. Everybody was there. 
So we always called the Wednesday before Thanksgiving Black Wednesday, which feels appropriate when I think about it now because maybe that meant Blackout Wednesday. <laughs> but I've heard people call it other things. I like to call it now Thanksgiving Eve. That just seems like the most descriptive term. So I'm going to go with that. Anyway, and when, where I was from, this was a huge deal. But I remember when I got to college in Texas, I learned that this was not a thing in Texas. And I was like floored because I was like, how how did you know what everyone was doing? How did you know which couples broke up since school started and who's fighting and who's going through a, an emo phase or whatever you needed to know? Like Thanksgiving Eve was when all the tea was spilled. If you wanted to know what was going on, what drama was going down, if you wanted to see somebody fight and someone cry, you went to the bar on Thanksgiving Eve because it did not disappoint. All of that went down every single year. In the early days of college, it was pure, innocent fun on Thanksgiving Eve. You know, we talk about college and our roommates and which high school couples broke up after two months in college or whatever, you know, compared notes on, on college parties and talked about the classes that we were taking and things like that. But when we got older, things, things progressed. The drama escalated. By the time we were like, Maybe 21, 22, people started getting married, having kids, and then they would get divorced and, you know, somebody would start dating somebody else and maybe they both lived in the same town or maybe one person didn't live there anymore but came home for the holidays and they didn't want to be in the same place, but obviously they all ended up in the same place because it was Thanksgiving Eve and we all went to the same place. There was usually at least one big blowout argument on Thanksgiving Eve, at, at least one every single year. Someone would cry in the bathroom and someone would leave, like storm out after some drama went down every single year without fail. Honestly, I don't know who dropped the ball at Bravo or E, but somebody should have had TV cameras in small town bars on Thanksgiving Eve in the 2000s because that would have been reality TV gold. I mean, one night out in a small town on a holiday weekend, you could probably get half a season of reality TV from from one night of footage. I mean, it's like rivals early Real Housewives. I'm telling you. But of course, this is not limited to Thanksgiving only. We were pretty equal opportunity holiday partiers. But since I moved out of state after my first year and a half or so of college, I didn't usually come home for Thanksgiving because it was really close to the end of the semester. So it seemed crazy to fly home for Thanksgiving and then go back to school for, you know, two, three weeks for finals and then come home for that month or whatever that it was for winter break. So I experienced a lot of the early Thanksgiving Eves in, in early college. But after that, it was Christmas Eve for me. Christmas Eve was a very big party night. And it's funny because looking back, Thanksgiving Eve, like I said, everybody knew which bars to go to. Christmas Eve, it was different bars, <laughs> same people, but we went to a different bars. And it was like a tradition that you just knew which one you were supposed to go to on any given holiday. So I'm going to wrap up this episode by sharing my top four memories from hometown holidays past. Number four is our first year in college when everyone came home for the first time for Thanksgiving. This is significant for all of the reasons I just said. It was the first time that we all got together and we all could share this new experience that we were having being college students for the first time. But also I think for me on a personal level, I went to college only ha about half an hour away from my hometown. So I went to college in La Crosse, Wisconsin for my Western Wisconsin people. And it didn't really feel like I was necessarily going home for the holiday because I essentially 
still lived in the same area. It just didn't feel significant. But I do remember it being really, really strange when everybody left to go to school that August. Because even if you still live in the area or you're still in the actual town even, it's different when everyone leaves. There's something that shifts and it just felt really exciting to have everybody come home. I also had a lot of friends in the class below me. My my best friend all through high school was a year younger than me, so they were still in high school. They were seniors in high school when I was a freshman in college. So I still had friends who were in the area, but it still felt weird that, you know, all of my classmates who I had been with throughout all of school were suddenly just all over the place in in different cities at different schools. So that first Thanksgiving just felt really exciting and fun and I just remember feeling like we all had so much to talk about even though it had only been three months since we left each other I mean I always remember feeling like we acted like so much had happened like we had grown and changed so much in that three months but really I mean barely any time passed we we didn't even get to finals yet (laughs) not even one semester had passed number three The year that my friends and I basically did a week-long bar crawl during Thanksgiving week. This is one of the years in college when I actually did come home for Thanksgiving and then also came home for winter break a couple weeks after. And I think I flew home on a Tuesday and my friends and I just started started going out. We started our, our holiday early. We went out Tuesday night. We went out Wednesday night. We went out Thanksgiving night. And what I remember about that year was it was really, really like miserably cold. One night we did basically a full blown bar crawl and it was snowing and it was probably zero degrees. And I'm amazed at the energy that I had back then. Obviously, like now I can't have more than one glass of wine two nights in a row. I'd have to sleep for a week. But I'm also truly amazed at the commitment that I had to walking around in the freezing cold in, you know, low rise true religion jeans, high wedges and a tiny little bomber jacket from Hollister. 35 year old me could absolutely never. Number two, deviating from the Thanksgiving Eve theme just for a moment because there is a New Year's Eve that I remember quite vividly. This New Year's Eve, my friends and I decided to pile every single one of us, everyone we knew basically, into one person's giant SUV and go out to the bar on this this, uh, New Year's Eve. Again, what I remember so vividly about this specific New Year's Eve is that it was so miserably cold and there was bad weather I don't remember exactly what happened but I think there was like a snowstorm coming or some you know some sort of like bad Wisconsin went weather but you know god forbid we stay home because we were like 22 years old so instead we decided that the smart thing was to just make one of our friends drive us and literally just pack everybody into this SUV like a clown car (laughs) and go to this bar in good old Ettrick, Wisconsin. If you know, you know. I still remember what I wore for this occasion, and this is another reason this is significant, because this outfit, you guys. I wore a black and gray leopard print tank top, which I thought was very sophisticated, with a black cardigan over it. A cardigan. 22 years old, a cardigan is what I chose for New Year's Eve, with my true religion jeans and these, like, awful booty shoe things do you remember those those shoes in like the early 2010s that weren't really an ankle booty but they weren't really a shoe (laughs) 
they looked like a, a boot with the top cut off and they were kitten heels you guys they were pointed toe and they had this stupid little kitten heel oh my god I think this was 2010 so this was peak Jersey Shore era I mean my hair was parted so far to the side it looked like I had a comb over and it was bleached blonde I'm sure I had a really long like chain necklace on I actually consulted Facebook to help me piece together some of these memories but even without the Facebook photos, I could tell you every detail of that glorious outfit even 12 years later because I truly thought it was the best. I, I mean, I was so proud of this outfit. Oh my God. And that was the outfit that I chose to go to a bar called Hog Daddy's. Number one goes to Thanksgiving Eve, I think 2010, maybe 2009. My friend and I decided to pregame at my mom's house by drinking a whole jumbo bottle of barefoot Riesling not the regular size bottle but like those huge huge ones before hitting the bars on the night before Thanksgiving I think we thought we were fancy or very mature by drinking this barefoot wine or you know just because we had wine in general we weren't pre-gaming with like bush light or whatever but first of all this was the worst choice ever because there is no hangover like a wine hangover literally nothing can be worse and barefoot Riesling so anyway we drank that huge bottle of barefoot wine (laughs) had my mom drive us to the bars and then my friend who I was with her mom picked us up and drove us home like the good you know 22 year olds that we were I am pretty sure we took shots with one of our previous teachers that night you guys when I say I have never been this hungover in my life in my life still to this day my mom was so furious at me on Thanksgiving Day. Thank God in those days we had Thanksgiving at our house so I didn't have to like get up and get into a car because I I honestly don't think I would have made it. (laughs) There's, There's really no way. But I like emerged from my bedroom like I was crawling out of a cave just in time to eat maybe half a roll at Thanksgiving dinner before having to go back to bed. I actually think my mom is still mad at me for that. It was, it was bad. That actually, I think was the last time I went out the night before Thanksgiving. And for good reason, never, ever, ever again. So there you go. Some of my favorite, although slightly fuzzy memories of hometown holidays past. Of course, like I said, I haven't done any of this in years because now I get a hangover from thinking about having more than two glasses of wine. But honestly, it it really was so fun back then. I mean, aside from the partying, we were in college, so we liked to party. But just the excitement of getting to reunite with our friends and, and having it be this different age where we needed to see each other in person to really feel like we had properly caught up and just, I don't know, I guess putting in that effort to have these in-person conversations with people just feels so different from the way that things happen now. Okay, so I will wrap this up by sharing a quick embarrassing story. I didn't include an embarrassing uh, moment last week. And since we're on the topic of hometown bars, this one actually happened to me years and years and years ago at the same bar where we always went on the night before Thanksgiving. This didn't happen on the night before Thanksgiving. It was just some random Saturday night. But my best friend and I were there at this bar and I'm pretty sure we were taking Jagerbomb shots. I don't know why I used to enjoy those. Or did I enjoy those? I don't know why I used to take those, but 
alas, we were taking Jaeger bombs. And there is an area in the back of the bar where there's a dance floor and there was music back there. Obviously, by a certain point in the night, people had spilled plenty of drinks all over the floor. And, you know, my friend and I were just dancing, having a good time. And I hit a wet spot on the floor and I slipped. And it was like a cartoon. Like my feet came out from under me. I fell smack on my butt in the middle of this crowded dance floor. And again, this is my hometown. So I probably knew most of the people in the bar, but I don't even remember being embarrassed, you know? God bless being young. I just got up and kept on dancing. <laughs> so moral of the story is, if you do go out this weekend, watch for spilled drinks on the floor. And also, I would advise strongly against wearing kitten heels to the bar. Thank you so much for joining me this week for this little trip down holiday memory lane. I hope you all have a fabulous Thanksgiving weekend if you are celebrating. And if not, I hope you have a fabulous weekend. I will be back next week. I'll see you then. Bye.